What's up, guys? Welcome back to the 3 of 7 podcast. An old comms check with me, Chad. Solo episode today. I don't have anybody here with me, but I got some stuff on my heart that I just wanted to share with you guys. And take it for what it is, man. Uh, You know, this is my opinion. And it's going to be backed up by some stuff but look what i want to do here real quick is i want to search out this topic of wisdom i want to just try briefly to search out wisdom what it is why it's important and how we attain wisdom now here's the thing why am i even talking about this I'm talking about this because, one, I see or I hear all the time, I don't know about all the time, but I hear quite often, you know, when people figure out how, I guess, young I am, I guess I'm middle-aged now. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't pay much attention to age. I don't freaking really celebrate birthdays and all this stuff. I think it's all pretty silly. It's kind of silly to me. So, you know... But people say all the time, Chad, you're wise beyond your years. You're and and here's the thing, what these I think what most people don't realize is that I don't attribute any wisdom that I have in life. First of all, I'm not I'm not the wisest one. I'm not being I'm not bragging here. This is just Again, input I've got from other people, uh, things that I've shared maybe have have helped them or sounded wise to them, and I'm cool with that, right? But I don't attribute any of the wisdom or the understanding that I have to my experiences that I've had in life. You know why? Because I know a lot of men that have done very similar things and have lived very similar lives to the life that I have lived, and they are fools. They possess no wisdom. So I I don't know how I don't know how I can attribute any wisdom that I have to my past, right? I, I just it, it if that was the case, then other individuals that have walked the same path that I have walked in life would be just as wise as me. See, here's the thing. I didn't used to really have any wisdom. I, I, didn't, I didn't used to uh, have much good things to say. I, I was not someone that you would want to take counsel from I promise you now what do I attribute my wisdom to how do you gain it why is it important this is what I'm talking about what do I attribute any wisdom that I have to all right and we're going to search that out real quick first of all another thing is I don't know if you guys have noticed but there is a mental health crisis in our world 
I mean, it's like a freaking plague, man. Y'all think coronavirus is bad. Everybody freaked out about that. Look at what is going on within humanity with mental health. It is astounding. Like, you can't even... If you're having an issue, I know this because I, I've been to... Uh, we, we got I go to marriage counseling every week with my wife. And I've had individual uh, counseling and this and that. I've done this, right? So you go to try to book these appointments. The the mental health clinics are like full, like booked out. It, it's it's an it's it's an. It, you look at suicide rates. You look at the statistics on suicide. Look at the statistics on depression. All these mental health things, right? Well, have you ever thought? I know I have, that maybe the, the mental health, parts of the mental health crisis that we are experiencing in the world, maybe that's attributed to the fact that we are searching for wisdom and understanding and peace. We are searching for those things in places where it does not exist. We are seeking counsel from people that do not have wisdom. Have you ever thought that? How many people do you think might sound wise, but do they really have solid wisdom, like solid foundational wisdom in understanding of life? Do they... And here's the thing. This is why this is why I'm saying this. Let me back this up real quick. And look, if you don't believe in the Bible, it is what it is, man. This is where my truth comes from. This is what I back my understanding and my wisdom up with. All right? Because if I rely on myself, you guys are are shouldn't be listening to me if I'm relying just on Chad. And, and, and because I'm a fallible, weak, changing human being, all right? I want y'all to listen to this real quick. Going back to the mental health viewpoint, how does this seeking counsel from people that don't actually have wisdom? Now, wisdom is different than intelligence, okay? I'm not saying that you can have someone that's super, super smart, and super successful, a scientist, a doctor, whatever it is, right? They're they're it, it, they inventors, whatever it is. All right, that's intelligence. It's different than wisdom. Wisdom is an an understanding of things, of how to be, of, of how to conduct yourself and live out a peaceful, happy, fulfilling existence. In my opinion. Well, Paul says in Colossians, he says, see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of this world, and not according to Christ. Whoa. How much, how many people out there Actors, uh, 
music, famous people, other podcast hosts. How, how many of these people are, are portraying what they call wisdom and what their listeners and their followers view as wisdom? How, mu- how many of them are portraying this wisdom that's simply based on philosophy and humanism? And the elemental things of this world, not according to Christ. How many? Quite a bit, right? All right. Think about that. Who are you seeking wisdom from? Here's the thing. Me personally, I'm not going to seek counsel from anyone unless they are grounded in Christ, unless the foundation of their philosophy and their message is in God's word. I'm not going to seek counsel from any secular person on earth. I might listen to what they have to say. Am I going to take it and truly try to apply it? No, I, I'm not. I, I, now, now, I'm not saying I don't listen to other shows and stuff that have maybe a more secular viewpoint because I'm not that closed-minded, right? But I'm not going to take what they say as wisdom, all right? I'm only going... It, this was important to me. When my wife and I were seeking out a counselor because we wanted to invest into our marriage, it was literally essential that we went and saw a counselor whose training and whose messaging and whose advice is grounded in God's word. I would not seek advice from a secular counselor. And I'm not just talking about a counselor in a in a professional sense. I'm talking about anyone who you listen to, who you follow, who you look up to. We're talking about wisdom here. Now, why is this? This seems really extreme, right? Because I think that the world will tell you, or I think a lot of us, even Christians, a lot of us that are are part of the body of Christ, we think that there is some neutral ground when it comes to wisdom that like, okay, yes, we have our wisdom as Christians. It's derived from God's word. But there are also other people in the world that are wise, whatever they may be, shaman, uh, some spiritual leader, some yogi, uh, maybe just some old dude, right? Maybe we can look and think, well, you know, really, you know, you don't have to be, I don't have to take advice just from other brothers and sisters in Christ and people who are grounded in God's word. Maybe I can still take advice from other people. Here's the problem with that. That is not what the Bible says about wisdom. I'm seeking out wisdom. This is, let me tell you what the Bible says about wisdom. And if you want to search out wisdom, go to Proverbs in multiple places. This is what the Bible says about wisdom. All wisdom comes from the Lord, and so do common sense and understanding. No, I said all Wisdom comes from the Lord. It also says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. 
The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Do you understand what the what God's word says about wisdom? It doesn't tell us that there's a neutral ground. It says that even to begin to have wisdom and understanding, you must first come to a place where you fear the Lord your God, your creator. That is the beginning of all wisdom. Do y'all understand this? Am I being clear here? What people say, what is the fear of the Lord? How do I fear the Lord? Look, the fear of the Lord doesn't mean that you're afraid of him. It means that you hold him in reverence. You seek him out. You serve him. You submit to him. You listen to him. You search his word. You love him. This is what the fear of the Lord is. A a reverence for your creator, a submission to your creator is the beginning of all wisdom. In other words, there is no wisdom on earth coming from anyone that does not fear the Lord God, our creator. Wow, I know this sounds really, really extreme, guys. This isn't me talking. If this was me talking, I would probably, as a human, lean more toward the opinion that, yeah, maybe I can listen to a secular counselor. Maybe I can accept wisdom uh, as, as truth and this and that from people who don't who, who aren't grounded in God's word. That's probably what I would think, but this sounds extreme. This is what God, this is what the Bible says. It literally says all wisdom belongs and comes from God. And the beginning of that wisdom starts with the fear of the Lord. In other words, there is no other source of wisdom. Boy, I'm going to tell you. I know that sounds tough, but that's what the word says. So I would challenge you to think about who you're seeking wisdom from. All right. Are you seeking wisdom? Are you seeking that advice? Are you seeking counsel from someone who is genuinely grounded in the word of God? I'm not talking about a Joel Olstein or some like some contemporary motivational speaker. I'm talking about someone who is truly grounded in the word of God, who fears the Lord, who holds him in reverence, who has made Jesus Christ the king of their lives, who is totally submitted to their creator. I would challenge you to think about that. I'm going to read you a couple more things here. Why do we even need to have wisdom? Well, we talked about how wisdom helps us live a peaceful, fruitful, long, happy, healthy 
life, right? All right. We'll look back in Proverbs. It says, blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. So wisdom leads to understanding. For the gain from her is better than the gain from silver, and her profit is better than gold. Literally, wisdom is more valuable than anything else that you can possess in this human experience. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. And in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and her paths are peace. And you thought, a minute ago, you thought, Chad, why in the world are you talking about mental health problems are caused by a lack of wisdom or potentially are caused by this massive uh, secular counseling that we have here, especially in in first world countries, people getting advice about their life, their peace, their happiness, their freaking problems from a secular person, right? You guys see why we want wisdom here? Because in her right hand is long life. You want to experience long life? Seek out wisdom. Wisdom starts with the fear of the Lord. You want riches and honor? Seek out wisdom. All wisdom is belongs to God. Her ways are pleasantness. You want to experience pleasantness and peace in life? Seek out wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom, and those who practice it have a good understanding. You want understanding? of what you should do, choices you should make, decisions. You want understanding? Seek out wisdom. Let's see what Jesus says about wisdom. He says, I will give you a mouth of wisdom for which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. Do you have problems going out and sharing your testimony and your faith? Because you're afraid you won't be able to defend the reason you believe, the way you believe? Are you afraid that you might be called a fool because you believe in Jesus? Why don't you seek out wisdom? Because Jesus says he will give you a mouth of wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict One more thing Jesus says about wisdom. He who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who builds his house on a rock. He who seeks out these words, he who hears these words, what does that mean? You have the words. You have the word. Are you seeking out the word? Are you hearing the word? And then are you putting the principles of the word into practice? That is wisdom. Jesus said, if you hear these words, if you seek these words, if you put them into practice, 
you will be like a man who has built his house on the rock. Wow. That's pretty solid stuff right there, guys. How else do we find wisdom? Same deal. If any of you lacks wisdom, this is James 1.5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach. How many times have you asked God earnestly for more wisdom? Mm. All right, guys. That's all I got for today's comms check. I think this is important. I think the most important thing here is it for me is to understand that there is no neutral ground when it comes to wisdom. I know I've said it five times in this episode. This is not what Chad says. This is what God's word says. If you are seeking counsel or looking up to or seeking wisdom from someone who is not grounded in the word of God, in the fear of the Lord, It is going to be detrimental to your peace, to your long life, to the pleasantness you experience in life. Uh, Yeah, all things, right? If you are taken captive by the philosophies of this world, empty deceit, people teaching according to human tradition according to the elemental spirits of this world and not according to Christ it's not going to get you where you want to go maybe this is the answer to problems that we are seeing around us right think about that love you guys enough said